Health in the Hole highlight reel today. At the end of each episode, I like to ask our guest, in your own health routine, what one practice or habit has been the most powerful? In this episode, you get to hear the compilation of their answers. If you could use one more great practice in your life, today's episode is a good place to start. Want to get amazing insights and perspectives from local health and fitness professionals here in Jackson Hole? This is the podcast for you, and we're your hosts, Dr. Laura Wright and Dr. Parker Hughes. Today's episode will be a fun one. So the question is, in your own health routine, what one practice or habit has been the most powerful? And you'll hear a multitude of answers. You'll notice some trends and you'll hear some unique ones, starting with Tinsley Erickson, a nutritional therapy practitioner. The habit that has been the most powerful for me as far as nutrition goes is to do some diaphanetic breathing before I eat. So just sitting down, like I said, slowing down and breathing before I eat. And Michelle Haig, yoga instructor. My official release has been incredible. And that's, I've done some of that through my yoga training. I do plan to do a training in myofascial release to just get deeper into it. But I think that is, I mean, and you know, you can take like five minutes and, um, and just have this profound difference when you stand Mm -hmm. up, like, and that's another place that, um, we, in yoga, we love to like have you do one side and then like, just feel the difference and then do the other side and feel, you know, it's, it, that I think is a pretty big bang for your buck. From Jennifer Nelson Hawks, naturopathic doctor. For me, it's creating boundaries. So mine is not so much a physiological one. Um, I definitely use a lot of the therapies in here, but on my day to day, I find that if I keep the boundaries that I need to keep, whether it's with my clients, whether it's with myself, whether it's, it doesn't even matter what it is, I am able to keep on track and I'm able to keep my, myself supported. It's when I don't have those boundaries, I then become very drained. I don't, and then I can't provide the knowledge and the expertise that I want to provide because I don't have, my glass is not all the way full. And so I think that if I had to say of one piece that I've really tried to concentrate on, it is that, it's that piece. Um, You know, and so many people, it's so hard. Boundaries are really hard because you don't want to disappoint people or you don't want to disappoint yourself. And so you just keep taking on more and more stuff. And I think it's super important to learn that, um, that those boundaries help emotionally, mentally, and physically for anybody. From Jacqueline Renee, health coach and wellness accountability buddy. I would say it would be personal development. And that was eight years ago. That was a term I did not know about. All I knew is my coach, when he signed me up, he said, we work on personal development here at Beachbody. And I had no idea what that meant, but basically it's the idea that this isn't, it isn't enough to fix our bodies through exercise and food. We have to work on our mind too, and continue to grow along with all these other healthier habits we are doing. So I remember eight years ago, he suggested a book called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, which 
if you listen to it on audiobook, it sounds like a reading rainbow. <laughs> like sounds audiobook. good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like audiobooks. Oh, yeah, like so 80s old school. But I hated where I where I worked at the time. And this is great for if you hate where you work and just ha- ha- how to deal with coworkers and a lot of personalities and stuff like that. And so ever since then, I was hooked listening to Darren Hardy, Brendan Bouchard, Tony Robbins. And now then you get into all different aspects of your life, whether it's money or health or whatever, but you have to work on your mind if you want to grow to be the best person you can be because you could eat a perfect diet and you can exercise all day. But if you're a crappy person inside and unhappy, what's the point? So that's something I I wake up before I work out. I listen to a personal development of some sort podcast, usually something like 10 or 15 minutes. I love if you're of the religious type, I love Joyce Meyer. She's a Christian pastor and she's hilarious. And so I listen to that and maybe a Dave Ramsey little quick episode and then I work out and it just rather than spending my time scrolling on Instagram and Mm -hmm. being on the defensive right away of oh I need to do that oh someone's doing this this thing that thing it's better just to spend that first moment of the day with myself and getting my mind right so that the rest of the day can go right too from Eden Morris a registered and licensed dietitian you know, I'm sure you've heard of this before, but I've been doing more gratitude journaling and I don't do it all the time, but the, the time that I do it is usually in the morning. I have a moleskin notebook that I use for work, but I'll just write out in the morning. It was like, so today's the 24th, right? 24th. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, let's say I did the 20th. The yeah. This is the 27th. See, I'm like, oh my God, what day is it? Um, so yesterday on October 26th, I wrote down five things I was thankful for. And I try to keep my computer closed when I do that. I keep my phone off of the table so I can't look at it. Don't check emails. And I just focus on my food. I reflect on the things that I wrote. Like, so I do this while I'm eating breakfast. And doing this just gives me a sense of peace as I'm starting the day. And it just makes me, I look out the window and right now I'm like, oh my gosh, look at the snow. I'm just really excited for winter versus focusing on, obviously there's so much that's going on in our political world and with COVID and whatever, I, I'm able to kind of separate myself from that. And so it's, I'm not, I'm not, I don't do any kind of meditating, but this is my way of doing that. And I can't recommend it enough. And Ryan Burke actually hosted a session with the Sacred Athlete Retreat at Medicine Wheel a few weeks ago. And he actually said that this practice increases productivity by 20%. That's a lot. Yeah. And I would totally agree with that. It really has increased my productivity as an individual and as a professional. I'm Royce McCollum, life and health coach. And then in your own health routine, you've talked about all of these, you know, drinking more water, this type of habit change. What one habit change would you say has just been incredibly powerful for you? Honestly, I love the 20 minute meal and not working on my lunch break anymore has made such a difference. It's a time where I'm not checking anything off my list. I'm not working on something else. Um, I'm just sitting down and I'm eating my lunch. I'm enjoying my food more. And I notice that I don't feel so hungry later in the day because I I've ate and I'm not like, oh, that whole meal's gone and now I want more food. Um, so I think just sitting down and enjoying a 20 minute meal has helped just de-stress a lot. Um, it's made a big difference. That's one of my favorites. From Dr. Dan Peterson, MD. I wasn't 
exactly ready for that question. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I usually I, send it to people ahead of time so they can think about <laughs> it and I forgot, so. You didn't ask me that. I mean, the obvious thing, two obvious things that comes to mind. Well, three, maybe there are more if I think about it. It's uh, exercise. So I, you know, I, I do, uh, I do, I do weights and I actually have added some stretching routines, which Dr. Laura suggested. <laughs> so, and, and those, if those, those, you know, those are the cornerstone of what I do. And then the other thing I've done is I, I've realized that my sleep is impacted by drinking and even just a glass or two of wine is enough to impact my sleep. So I'm cutting back on that because sleep is important. That, you know, that's the time we, we rejuvenate. From Kelly Tan Peterson, nutrition and health coach and cookbook author. How I can, you know, in any situation, I feel that once I accept it, then I can adapt it, including the, the choices of food that I, I choose and this lifestyle that I choose. And uh, having a lot of uh, mental clarity is I feel like I have the power to choose uh, or change the situation in terms of uh, the choices of food and the, the, the situation as well. So um, meditation is actually very powerful for me to be able to do that. From Margaret Blair Bennett, Doctor of Physical Therapy. Journaling has been a really great outlet for me. Um, COVID has been incredibly stressful for, mm-hmm. for everyone. And I think healthcare providers as a whole are having a hard time with the constant changes that COVID has brought. Um, and just being able to, to go with the new rule because a week from now it's going to be different and just having that flexibility and really journaling has been a great source of centering for me and um, getting out with my dog as much as I can. Um, I have a dog named Navicular. Yeah, I was um, about I to ask you about that. For sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I get him out and, you know, now with all this new snow, um, I can cross country ski right outside my front door and we get out every day and, and do the best we can stay active. Um, but yeah, I'd say for my mental health and overall wellness, journaling has been, uh, a savior for me for sure. From Rochelle Gano, licensed massage therapist. Besides the exercise and eating right, one of the best things that I have found is uh, self-massage. So I have one of those Theracanes or back knobbers as they're called. And I have the foam rollers that I like to roll around on. And there are these, the best product I've ever found are these massage, self-massage balls. They're by Yoga Tune-Up. There's a woman, her name is Jill Miller. And she does these therapy balls. And there's a book that you can buy and she's online and it tells you exactly how to position the massage balls, what to do with your body and how to move and how to create the friction and the, and the, and the tension to relieve almost every single ache or pain that you could ever possibly come up with. From Martha Lewis, sleep consultant. I actually think it's a morning routine. So I started this a couple years ago. And waking up, and I used to wake up to my son crying, and that's how I would start my days, like mm-hmm. in this stressful uh, moment. And now I like to wake up before he wakes up. I take some time to meditate. I, you know, drink some hot water with lemon. Um, I just start the day in a very non-stressful way, and I 
I think that that helps set the tone for the day. Um, it keeps your cortisol levels from spiking first thing and being in that stress response all day. So that has been the biggest thing for me for, for my physical health and for my mental health and how I feel during the day. From Lexi Drexel, doctor of physical therapy. For me, it's been having, I guess, my own personal movement practice. So it's a movement practice. It's not skiing, biking, running, but having an actual movement practice with the intention of self-care. So that means moving through an environment, bending over, getting on and off the ground. Um, the number one reason people end up in nursing homes is unfortunately because they can't independently get on and off the ground. Um, we touched on the fact that I enjoy yoga. And for me, yoga is my movement practice, typically teacher led, but it allows a time in my day for me to focus on my breath, my movement, isometrically holding poses, engaging muscles. I prescribe all these corrective exercises for my patients. It's my own time to work on my movements and take care of my own body. From Rebecca Derry, yoga instructor. I, I would say meditation has been the number one and it's Yoga has been a great tool because it, it does help prepare the mind and body to sit in meditation. It's kind of the idea behind um, a lot of yoga. But even when I don't have time for yoga, I have time even to lay in my bed for, you know, five mm -hmm. minutes and pay attention to my breath and, and try and let all other thoughts go. So I found it a great way to help me rebalance really any time of day that I need to. So if I'm feeling impatient, waiting in line for something, <laughs> I can kind of uh, zone out and um, meditate for a while. Um, and also I'd say gratitude, uh, a gratitude journal has really helped in times when, you know, you just feel like things aren't growing the way you'd like to. And it's a good reminder of the abundance in life, um, especially during this time. I've got, I, right now I do have a gratitude journal going to, to keep that reminder um, for myself and um, to think of others during this time as well. From Lauren Bates, occupational therapist. My 85 year olds, I call them my spring chickens because I'm like, you're, you guys are doing fine. You know, like you're still up and cooking for yourselves. And I, I think that this community is really cool because the people that live here have a connection to outdoor adventure and, you know, movement and health in general. And I just really think that this community is crushing it just by engaging in their favorite outdoor sports and activities and eating well and focusing on their health and long-term commitment to participating in those outdoor sports. So that's something that I've learned from this and I'm going to continue for the rest of my life. I think we're all bonded in that shared love of the outdoors. So I think a part of it is a conscious effort. Like, oh, I'm going to get the dog out so that they can exercise and I can exercise too. But I think a big part of it is like the motivation that you have to continue to engage in these things that you love to do, like skiing. And when you have that motivation for, for being able to can keep up with those sorts of things, I think you're much more successful than if you feel like you should be going on the treadmill or exercising to keep yourself healthy.
All right, I made it halfway through the episodes about turns out these compilation episodes take a ton of time so i will be following this up with a part two with the rest of the answers stay tuned for that thanks for listening to health in the hole if you liked it please subscribe so you can hear more episodes and remember this podcast is not medical advice consult your health provider before doing anything drastic